You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of February 24, 2018, episode 69. From the today's high is only going to be 20 city by the Sailor Sea. I am AJ Barce. And packed with a full day's supply of vitamin C to prevent the common cold, I am Chris Powell. On this episode, something's brewing. Can you smell what AJ and I are cooking? Watch and listen, boys and girls. This is the Bellingham Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Caffeine. <laughs> the daily, once a day, to keep the sleepies away. How you doing, AJ? I'm good. I'm, I'm highly caffeinated, Chris. I'm doing well. Uh, I can tell that, yes. It's good to, it's good to be uh, at, at the end of another week as we're recording this. Yeah. Uh, heading on the downward slope of February. As it's snowing uh, as we record this. Yeah, it's kind of like when the referee separates the, the two boxers when the, when the ring or when the round ends with the ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, and ding, the ding. boxer gets one last punch in. <laughs> That's the winter storm we have yeah. right now before we approach spring. So hopefully, yeah, yeah, exactly. Hopefully, this will be the last of it. Uh, last episode, last week's episode number sixty-eight, if you will, uh, we had an allusion uh, alluded to some coffee and a, a device that you have yeah. for a frother. For a frother. Uh, so during the past episode sixty-eight and this one episode sixty-nine. AJ and I made a field report <laughs> recording. So, Chris, welcome to the unofficial Bellingham Podcast Test Kitchen. The Test Kitchen, uh, yes, of, of your uh, domicile. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm envisioning like an NPR on location kind of uh, uh, audio story because there's so much visual here, but we have to describe the taste the sm- the sound uh, you know the the uh, the scent et cetera et cetera so. and we need to do it in a British accent so it's like so as Chris sits up at the bar it is a live edge bar hand polished by Mr Bosset <laughs> I find it rather fortuitous that we must be here to talk about coffee uh, and how it can be done without electricity please <laughs> please continue AJ okay so the the whole purpose of this is uh, one of the analog endeavors I've been doing is since I don't know episode thirties can't remember is i talked about the chimera uh chimera is a uh, made in sicily a uh, handmade uh, stovetop espresso machine so you're not going to get a big horkin cup of coffee these are actual traditional european cups of espresso that comes out of this thing uh and we had you come uh when i was still remodeling actually the the kitchen it was an earlier episode of bellingham podcast <laughs> media when we had the tech in front of it <laughs> oh righto cheerio so, uh, so anyway, we're back, and I've kind of uh, this is version 2.0 of that whole workflow where I've got the I've got the Chimera uh, that's still going to be uh, the the espresso machine of choice tonight, uh, or as I think I believe you called it in the episode, uh, what looks like the handle of an umbrella. Yes, <laughs> that would be it. And uh, today I'm going to make you actually a, a cappuccino. As well, you should. Right. So one of the things I picked up is this guy right here. I'm going to do this for sound effects here. It is a it is a matte black cylindrical tube for those of you playing at home. <laughs> and of course, it's black because Chris Pal approved. That's right. What this is is a hand uh, hand pumping milk frother. So instead of having a steam wand, uh, traditionally, like if you're if you're in a espresso joint that you make a frappe lappuccino, they take the milk, they stick it into a uh, you know, a, a, usually it's a metal a metal container with an open top. Yeah, and, and then they stick it with a wand, yeah. right? And so what we're going to do is actually bypass all of that and do it all by hand. And what this this frother does, it's a it's a 400 milliliter uh, black canister, and the inside of it looks a lot like a French press. Yes. But instead of having one 
little venting thing. It has two, and what that does is introduces air to the hot milk mixture that we're going to make. It makes it extra frothy. It, well, it, I can make it extra frothy if you'd like. I would expect nothing less. <laughs> but it looks like a cool contraption. Where would one pick one of these uh, contraptions up? Uh, the, the, the Glamazon. Okay, fair enough. So this is available <laughs> online, which right. is uh, very accessible to all of us. Yeah, so I, I got it for, I think, like 20 bones. Excellent. Uh, so <laughs> You can uh, get anything on Amazon for, for about 20, 20 bones. Yeah. So anyway, so today I'm going to make you actually a uh, uh, Pacific Northwest Italian espresso. So I've got some grinds from Venice itself uh -huh. okay. uh, picked up in my travels and uh, some Tony's uh, Carmelita. So I want to split the shot because I'm going to make you a two shot today. So as I scoop the... It is an A-OK-P-N-I-E if you were. <laughs> a what? An A-OK-P-N-I-E, Pacific Northwest Italian Espresso. Hey, I, I, of course you would come up with an acronym. I acronym. have all acronyms for everything. <laughs> um, it, basically, you're not looking up uh, a lot of a footprint. There's not a lot of uh, tools that need to be done. You got your Chimera to uh, work on heating up and uh, getting the espresso set up. You got your... Uh, black container setup, matte black. Uh, all of these devices take up probably less than uh, your typical chopping board uh, in your kitchen. And so this can be a very compact way of setting up your morning coffee. Uh, for those of you that are lamenting not having a uh, Keurig or one of those designer espresso machines that would take up, oh, I don't know, a third of your counter space, this is a really svelte uh, setup and you know of course with coffee containers and other things uh, like that you've got a really low tech uh, just in case you know you want to go out build a fire in the backyard this has uh, all that you need right here yep so the reason why uh, Chris is describing all this is I'm actually filling up the chimera as we speak but the only other thing that I'm skipping in this process for time wise because the last time we did this we put it in the framework of you know it takes a long time to make you know a really good cup of coffee and really it doesn't the only thing that you're missing in this whole workflow is I have a hand grinder. Uh, I've got a link of it in the show notes where it's got a copper top because I like copper because it looks pretty. But uh, it can be had for about, you know, 20 bones on, uh -huh. on the Amazon. Uh, so anyway, so the camera is already filled. I'm going to go ahead and put in the, uh, I don't know what the spigot is called, but it's the, the part where the, the, the espresso is going to come out. The Pacific Northwest Italian espresso spigot. Right. I'm going to go ahead and turn on my... Turn, turn on my... Uh, Range top always sounds like uh, Mario to me. Uh huh. And like like we talked about before, we're just gonna wait for it to get up to that 15 bars of pressure, which it automatically does by itself. While it's doing that, I'm gonna measure out uh, 100 mils of whole milk from Hagen. So as far as you, you made a comment earlier, AJ, as far as it shouldn't take that long to make a cup of coffee, in your opinion. Uh, I don't want to say professional opinion because I yeah. don't know if you've ever been a professional barista. Nope, nor uh, do I play one on podcast. Right, but uh, how long do you think it should take to get a good morning cup of coffee? Uh, less than one episode of uh, our podcast, as you're going to see in a second. Okay, sounds but, good. But no, I mean, um, typically speaking, I because I do this pretty much every morning before I head into the shop. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I pre-grind my, my coffee the night before because I do have a hand grinder right now. I don't have an electrical one. So that's that's one effort I do have to do in advance. But I basically just, you know, scoop, fill up the water reservoir, fill up the milk reservoir, and uh, you'll see the next part in a second. I'm seeing that you can also pr uh, front load some of this work or do get everything set up ahead of time so you could groggily uh, st stagger out to the kitchen and hit a button or two 
uh, to have this do its work while you take your morning shower or get ready, right? And not really. This, okay. this is definitely you have to perch over it because what I'm doing right now is I've got uh, a pot full of uh, 100 milliliters of, of uh, milk and it's just about ready. And then I've got the Chimera and you can tell the Chimera is doing its... Uh, that is the sound of fresh brewed espresso uh, for your naked steaming ears at home, folks. Naked steaming ears. So, I mean, you can tell, you, unless you take quick showers. Um, I do, about four, okay. four minutes, but that's just me. Right, right. But, I mean, it's one of those things where, again, I'm going to be making you a cappuccino. Uh-huh. And it hasn't taken but, you know, a couple of minutes. So, once uh, again, like we did before, uh, uh, I apologize to listeners if the steam gets a little bit too loud on this one. I'll try to. Uh, well, that's all tone part of the room ambience right, of the right. experience. Of course, Captain Ambience. If, if there are people that are going to be dropping 20 bucks on a device or a device or a device, right. this is the sound of coffee in the morning. That's Prob- part of waking up. And, and, I'll, and I will say this this. Okay. That does sound like a uh, typical coffee shop with their professional grade uh, espresso uh, steamers, et cetera, et cetera. So, of course. Uh, you can get that authentic Pacific Northwest coffee shop sound uh, in your kitchen as well. Exactly. So um, so you can smell the shots before I, I, have, I have them all in one little okay. mug that I got from Japan. Very nice. Um, high rising sun sailor. Uh, Sounds like uh, it smells like it smells like the dark roast. Yep, so that's what you're smelling probably in the dark side. <laughs> the dark side. That would be the uh, Cafe Venencia. That's the, uh, the actual coffee I got when we were in uh, uh, Venice. And the other one is just Tony's from good old <clears throat> Fairhaven. So what I just did is I poured in the 100 mil of just warmed milk on my uh, range top. I'm going to go ahead and put in the, the plunger. A very satisfying sound. It does have a solid sound to it. And all I'm going to do is kind of do with uh, the whooshing. Okay. Almost like uh, the visual of churning butter back in the day. Yeah, kind of like churning butter, but uh, I'm not Or washing butter. a golf ball if you happen oh, to play washing golf. Washing golf ball, yeah. Or uh, if you're a barber, maybe taking out your combs from your barber side. I don't know. Yeah. Or so maybe anyway. turning, the, turning the crank for uh, making ice cream if you had a hand crank ice cream thing. It's all manual. Yeah, there's a lot of analog uh, in that. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I just plunged that I don't know how many times. I'm going to open it up so you can see. You can see that it's all frothy, and it's actually heavy. Uh-huh. You know, it's gotten heavier because I've been introduced uh, the extra air. I'm going to grab you a mug. Excellent. Now, was this mug uh, gotten from Cascadia? I'm reading the, the thing. Cascadia Republic of the Pacific. Yeah, so that actually... Very appropriate. I'll put a link in the, the show notes. He's actually a local guy. He uh, It's called uh, SEA 206 Clothing. Oh, okay. He uh, does a whole bunch of Pacific Northwest stuff. But anyway, really cool guy. A really cool mug. And uh, we're going to use that today for your coffee. And it's black as well, which I approve of. Okay. So just like a coffee it shop? It sounds like you uh, do the frothing for about 45 seconds to yeah, um, about a minute. minute. Okay. Um, I'm multitasking. Yes. Otherwise, I would have just gotten it out. I'm going to pour your shot in. Yep. And I'm going to go ahead and pour over the top your wonderful foam. Uh-huh. The other thing I like about this is the, the, the you can get a lot of different frothers online. This one has a uh, kind of a flat top, so you can flip it over and you don't make a lot of mess. Yeah, inverting it is also uh, nice so it doesn't fall on its side. Now, I apologize, Chris. I'm not going to do foam art because I am not that talented because nope. I'm more utilitarian. I, I, foam there you art's go, sir. nice, but within 30 seconds, it's going to be all done. So it does look like a, what would this be, about a six-ounce cappuccino? Four six, ounce? Uh, yeah, six-ish. It's about the, uh, it's about it's a the double size shot. of a, a double shot. All right, so... Um, 
I smell the combination of flavors. I'm not going to get, um, you know, to be one of those foodies that you see on TV a lot, but I'm going to take a sip now. <clears throat> that was not bad. Um, it's not, it's not a, one of the things that I've always been cautious of about drinking coffee yeah. is the hot as sun temperature that most boiled cups of coffee have. And with the steam that comes from the Chimera, it's not really boiling hot. It no. just gets it to the point where right. it's... Uh, doing that that's that's very good yeah i also don't take the milk up to a scalding hot temperature um and i I mean looking at your lips you also have a little bit of a you know the milk mustache going on that's also part of the goatee (laughs) how that works as well and uh, yeah no that's a great cup of coffee and i would say that is a and and so for raw materials for coffee beans and milk And the the whether it's an electric range or gas the, range, yeah. The, the like I mentioned before, the Chimera works on pretty much anything. It'll work on gas. It'll work on electric or induction, which is why mine goes super fast. But uh, no, like you were saying, the my typical workflow in the morning because I do this typical mornings before I leave is um, I'll measure out my milk in the the canister, put it in the fridge so it's ready to go. I'll have my beans pre ground by hand. And when I get up, I mean, I basically pour water, pour the milk, turn on the range and not describe everything word verbatim. But typically speaking, we're recording for about, you know, 12 or so minutes. Mm -hmm. It takes me maybe six minutes to make my cup of coffee. I put it in my travel mug and I'm out the door. (sighs) (laughs) That's a tasty cup of coffee. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Let's go back to our, our, our previously scheduled Bellingham podcast. All right. Okay. So with all of that said, Chris, let's break down the math because when it comes down to doing a custom mocha cappuccino drink, we're doing something more than just your standard Keurig or standard Mr. Coffee. You know, all of those machines are, you know, uh, well, a Keurig's fairly um, not inexpensive to 300 bucks, uh, probably 200. I'm yeah, guessing it's, it's, exp- it's expensive. But meanwhile, I mean, but that's a different experience than a Mr. Coffee, you yep. know, your standard tried and true $15 on yes, discount. Yes. You know, the, this whole methodology, you know, is with some cost. So the, the Chimera, as I reported before, it's a hundred dollar machine. You can order it on Amazon. Uh, the milk frother, that's 20 bucks. You could probably get it cheaper if you didn't get it in black. I don't like that. I know that's why I paused. But uh, but lastly, the grinder. You're now there's two there's two things I'll throw out here. One, if you have something like a a, a NutriBullet or something that has a, a a mill in it, you know you don't have to buy an exclusive grinder to grind beans for this thing, um, because the Chimera doesn't require like the really uh, fine espresso uh, powder. Actually, it, it chokes on it. Um, it wants something a little bit bigger. So you don't have to have something that's super uber custom grind. I have a hand grinder I mentioned in, in the bit. It's a copper top because I like copper. Um, and I think I got that for 20 bucks. and also it, it fits within my analog coffee experience. So you may have something in your house already, such as a blender or yeah. a, a ninja or a magic bullet or what like yeah. you would talk As long to. as it has a milling blade. Right, but you don't, uh, with, with high RPMs yes. and a blade yeah. to be able to go chop chop yes very good all right so uh so we got a a couple of elements here yeah and you know in in a lot of cases my heart goes out to uh single parents out there that are really sacrificing raising their kids and they don't and they will willingly joyfully give up a lot of these luxuries that we hear things the little things uh in order to make their kiddos well-fed well-clothed well activities etc etc so for that $5 cup of coffee in the white cup uh, th- that you know what I'm talking about, instead of uh, a $5 uh, cup, let's do a little bit of coffee math. Right. And uh, $100 for your Chimera. Yep. 20 bucks for the 
the the the the frother. Yeah. Uh, whether or not you have a grinder. Yeah, compensate that for twenty dollars. If you don't have a mill of some sort, you do not have to have. I have I have the most bare bones. It is a hand grinding coffee grinder. Sure, but uh, often people don't have Popeye forearms like you to be able to grind th- those beans. They may have a blender on hand. So yeah, l- and then milk and uh, your you're coffee. Gonna, that you're you going to get that anyway. So so why don't we just say a hundred and fifty bucks yeah. high high ballpark range to get the materials for creating this at home do DIY coffee yeah. uh, creation. How many days would it take to recoup your uh, investment and uh, be able to, you know, save money in the future? Well, if you're, let's just say hypothetically, you got a work week of five days, 200 uh, work days a year, it would take you about 30 work days. Or one month. Month and a half. Month and a half to be able to pay for your investment in lieu of the white cup right through the drive-through now that's assuming you just have one a day that's right you know i mean if you have more i i I do know of some people who have like their morning and their afternoon or maybe they have one on the weekends or you know so your mileage will vary based off of what your habitual uh coffee imbibing is but the fact of the matter is you know if you because like that what i wanted to do in that last bit was show that it does not take a lot of um this is going to sound poor, but it doesn't take a lot of skill to make a good cup of coffee, and it doesn't take a lot of time. Now, I'm not bashing baristas. There is a lot of skill to making a good cup of coffee, but what I'm trying to say is at home, the myth of you have to have a very fancy uh, ends with a, a, a Lee at the end of a machine name of espresso that is handcrafted by ponies in, in Spain and Italy is not the case. You can. I want to demystify the fact that espresso is not this magical drink. You can do it at home. And it was a good cup of coffee. Uh, DIY, make it yourself at home. Save a little bit of fundage in the future and enjoy. You know whether or not everyone's got their own coffee travel mug, mug. with them. Well, or, in today's day and age, if you don't want to pay for a cup, yeah, yeah. A lot of us, especially if you're if you're seeing coffee as a fix. You know, you have to get your morning fix in the morning. We kind of get complacent of, oh, I like this one coffee house. I like this one bean. And your taste buds actually kind of get bored. And you don't really realize it because you're doing it out of necessity, out of habit. And doing something like this, you can mix and match like I did with you. I mixed local beans from here in, uh, in Bellingham, Washington with beans from Venice, Italy. You know, you can actually mix and match and actually develop your palate. It's an international brew. It is an international brew. Very good. Now, also in that uh, in that uh, field test in the kitchen, if we will, uh, there was a coffee cup that I had mm. uh, uh, alluded to about how it was black and yeah. there was a little bit of a logo on it. Uh, we want to follow up and make sure that we give props to where yeah, it's Yeah, yeah. so that, that's SEA 206 uh, clothing uh, based out of Seattle. I've got, I got a link in the show notes. Uh, cool cat and really cool swag that's that's Pacific Northwest uh, inspired. Um, that cup was the, the Cas- uh, Republic of Cascadia um, mug. I don't know if he still does those, but really cool. One of my favorite, obviously one of my favorite mugs because I'm only going to give you the best. There you go. So outside of just drinking your coffee and kind of getting getting through getting your start to the day, um, one of the lo- one of the things a lot of people do nowadays, especially on the weekends, is reading the news. And Chris, you you have a new headline, or I should say, you're making new headlines in this thing called Apple News. Yes, uh, yes. So I, I may have alluded to in the past, or if you've seen uh, a couple of my content creation outlets, um, I decided to go. Uh, 
take my websites that have been hosted or developed on WordPress and move them to Squarespace. Uh, not, not because of the Super Bowl commercial, but because I wanted to learn something new and get familiarized with uh, uh, other technology to activate other synapses in my brain. And no, they are not. Uh, this is not a paid endorsement, nor do they sponsor the show. Not at all. Uh, so I took my personal website, uh, and I noticed within Squarespace that there is a feature that you can connect uh, all of your blog posts to an Apple News channel. What? Uh, <laughs> tell me more. And so I went down the rabbit hole and found that I can connect uh, my i cloud account with this and do a little bit of uh, hop skip in a in a in a you know do a little bit of voodoo and oh my goodness blog posts show up in my channel uh, it says chris powell technologist got a link in the show notes if you're on an ios device and you have the apple news app you may be able to have a way to follow my postings on my site of content creation uh, showing up in your Apple News. So now, I was pretty pleased with that. Also with that, you're, so you've actually consolidated all your websites. So basically when you post to your new site, that's you're not doing like several different sites anymore, correct? Uh, with WordPress, I was able to give a tweet uh, leading to that. I was able to go to LinkedIn to give a uh, post for that. I went to medium.com in some cases. Uh, at this point, I'm hosting my own content. Okay. Um, and it's based in uh, this I might I might decide to connect a couple other social accounts if I so see fit. You're I'm, social? No, not really. Uh, I'm Uncle Social. Anti-social's over there across the room. But uh, anyway, da da da. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'll be here all week, folks. I just wanted to do something different, and I noticed that here's a great way for the world who uses Apple News to perhaps. Uh, subscribe to my content that's cool so anyway that was that was kind of fun uh if you want to check things out uh there's a link for apple news uh channel that i have in in our connect section of the of the podcast so as we get close to sticking a fork in this wonderful episode of the last of the 60s as we approach the uh 70s episode era for us um aj what are you working on in the upcoming uh, foreseeable future uh well i guess this is actually a nice little tease uh, I will be on a train here shortly, uh, coming up next week with somebody who uh, sounds and looks a lot like you, uh, as we go uh, northbound. Um, and uh, stay tuned for more about that. But with me, I'll be taking the the film cameras that I've talked about on my Patreon and here on the show, because uh, I plan on doing some film photography as uh, more of a travel experiment. Very cool. Sounds good. Uh, I am continuing to figure out what I want to do in my life. Uh, as far as content <laughs> creation and you know sometimes uh, I don't feel like posting uh, because I'm not receiving ad dollars nor do I have an initial public offering where I have a board of directors telling me what I need to post so I think I took this week off just because it was pretty busy uh, for my quiet conversations and uh, I just wanted to not type for a while well and you're talking on a mic so job well done indeed thank you very much <laughs> so uh i think that should wrap things up for this episode yeah, that wraps up for this edition of the bellingham podcast thank you again so much for listening to us rating us reviewing us on google play soundcloud itunes and anywhere else you like to podcast if you're in the bellingham area you might be listening to us on kmre 102.3 fm low power community radio here in the heart of the city of subdued excitement on that note I'm AJ Barsay. And I'm Chris Powell. Thank you once again for listening to us on the Bellingham Podcast. You know, for two takes. I thought that went well. The first take has <laughs> got to be for Bellingham Podcast After Hours. No, no. Just like my coffee, there will not be anything after dark. Mm -hmm.